Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for taking time today to listen to Sean Mike Podcast. In today's episode, I'm actually going to be going over my slight recaps of the last wildcard weekend. Uh, kind of giving a brief on that, going over my takeaways, but I'm also going to be doing my preview for what's up ahead uh, for the playoff games, including my Packers. They get to play against the Rams, but I'm going to be doing a preview on that. And yeah, thanks for listening, and let's see what we can do. Okay, I'm back here with you guys, getting ready to preview the upcoming playoff games while also kind of going over, you know, my reaction to what I expected out of last week's wildcard weekend and what actually played out. So I'm going to actually go line by line for the game last week, kind of go over my little brief takeaways, what I had, but then also what actually happened within the game too. So I had Colts and Bills. I had the Bills being able to roll and be able to win by a good amount of time points be able to cover the spread they weren't able to do that they were able to get the win were able to get the w but they actually were not able to cover that was actually a closer game than i thought it would be i thought the colts actually came out with a pretty good strategy of just trying to control time of possession control the clock play good defense they had really everything i honestly thought that they weren't going to be able to keep up but they had a lot of what they needed to be able to stay in that game at the end of the day, just weren't able to make enough plays. Uh, Josh Allen, they definitely utilized him running way more than what they'd even been doing previously in the regular season. But the Bills were able to get out of there with the win. I believe the score was 27-24, if I remember right. But, yeah, I, so I was wrong on that one. I expected the Bills to roll. They did win, but they didn't roll quite like I thought. The next game I got totally wrong. I actually thought that it would be an ugly game and that Seattle would be able to get an ugly win. I was right halfway. The game was pretty ugly. Uh, Jared Goff actually did not start the game uh, due to his uh, thumb. They were planning on having the backup play. Backup gets hurt in the first quarter. I believe the first drive, if I'm not mistaken. He's out. But Jared Goff able to make enough plays. Their offense still did not look that impressive. But Seattle's office, offense just looked like a train wreck. And, you know, credit the Rams, though. The Rams were able to play really solid defense, able to show why they were a top-ranked defense in the NFL. Aaron Donald even gets injured later in that game, but the D-line's still able to get pressure, and they're still able to get a pretty convincing win, honestly. They were able to do what they needed to do. They just made – they were able to, you know, really stifle Russell Wilson and that offense, be able to slow them. This is an ugly game, but the Rams able to pull out an ugly win, advancing them in the next round. And then Bucks in Washington, that was a game that was – it felt like that was never in doubt. I mean, honestly, it was probably a little bit closer than what some people were expecting. I know that um, the Washington uh, QB, Gasecki, he played really well. He probably earned himself a job next year. I don't know if he's going to be a starter, but I think he's definitely showed that he's got a lot of talent to be able to honestly do a lot more than what some of these other QBs can do around the league. So great for him, but not able to do enough to keep them in the game. The Bucks were able to roll. Bucks did look a little sloppy, weren't able to. If they could, the first half they were looking good, but if they could have you know, put that game away in the third quarter, they really had a shot at going away with that game. Weren't able to really get too much momentum. They were able to get the win, but it wasn't as convincing as you might have thought that it could have been. But they were able to move on. Then when you look, when you look at the Sunday game, uh, Ravens and Titans, I actually had the Titans to win this. I thought that they would be able to uh, get an upset. 
this is honestly when I even when I picked that game, it was one of the toughest games to pick. I had a feeling that it was going to be a close game that could go either way. I thought the Titans would be able to get the win, but Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are able to get a W. Really able to have his breakout playoff uh, performance for him. Uh, he had over 170 yards rushing. I actually, I, I, I he had over 120 yards rushing. I think he had 170 passing. I think that's what I remembered. But either way, he. Dual threat, had a quality game, able to get a good win against in that game. Really able to at least silence the doubters, at least for a week. We'll see how they're able to play in this playoff matchup, but they are able to advance and get the win. Bears-Saints, honestly, what I expected. I mean, Saints Saints were really in control of that game. If you look at the end of the game, there's some – Drew Brees does a QB sneak, somehow doesn't get in the end zone. He tried to sneak it in and pull the ball back, but – Everyone thought it was a touchdown. In all reality, it should have been a touchdown. He just pulled the – he just – it was a weird play. I, I'm not going to even go into it because it's just a garbage play. But in my opinion, Saints really are able to roll. They weren't able to cover that, but they were able to roll and have a solid performance against the Bears. They were looking at Browns and Steelers. That's the upset of the weekend. Their coach missing time. What doesn't matter. The Browns started off 28 nothing in that game. Really never let up. Able to have a convincing performance. A lot of questions now with the Steelers, with Big Ben. What's their future moving forward? Browns able to get the upset of the week. I believe they had over 50 points, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Steelers made it close at the end, but at the end of the day, it never really felt competitive after that first quarter. Browns able to roll, get on to the next round. And missing their head coach and all the COVID stuff and everyone, you know, I was even last week, I was saying, wow, Tough situation for the Browns, feel the feel for the fans. They get the win. That hasn't happened in a long time for the Browns, and they are able to make some momentum. So they're kind of, you know, really a Cinderella story, being able to get the win and, you know, move on to the next round. So we move on to the next set of games. And, of course, me, and, me being a Packers fan, they, they start off the weekend. Rams play at the Packers. Packers favored by six and a half. This is an interesting game, and and the reason why I always kind of like to downplay at least a little bit when when the Packers are playing, because, listen, I get it. I'm a fan. You know, I'm not on the field. It doesn't really, at the end of the day, you know, how I feel is not going to affect how the team plays, but I try to not get too hyped, because the thing is, I like the Packers in this matchup. I like them being able to take care of business, but the thing is, with that defense for the Rams, they have enough to where they can get pressure on Rodgers and they can really make this game be a little bit of a slugfest. I mean, just look at what they were able to do to a Seattle team. Mind you, Seattle was struggling down the stretch. They had their ups and downs on offense. I think that that showed in that game. So different situation than the Packers. However, having said that, that defense does have the ability to stifle even the best of offenses. At the end of the day, what I'm looking for and what I'm hoping for out of the Packers is that they're just able to make enough plays that Rodgers is able to, even if they have to win ugly, Rodgers is able to do that. They've got a lot of weapons. You're looking at Devontae Adams, arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. Maybe not even arguably. He might just be the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. Making a ton of plays. Rodgers able to control uh, – and honestly, sometimes Rodgers controls the ball passing like a running game at some points because it's a short passing game. But at any moment with his uh, – just being a general out there, he can draw the team off sides, get a free play. 
take a shot down the field, intermediate, scrambling ability. I mean, he's got really all the tools. I mean, he's Aaron Rodgers. He can make a lot of plays. But Aaron Jones, he's able to really be that spark plug on offense, be that reliable ground game for the Packers. I like the Packers to be able to roll in this one. I like them to be able to cover the spread. Having said that, though, I don't know if I feel that great about that just because with this Rams defense, it's so good. It's so good out. They just have a really good defense. That's all there is to it. But they also have a pretty anemic offense. So I feel like if the Packers can get at least a turnover or two, they can make it to where if they can even pick up an extra, you know, one or two possessions, I think that truly would be enough. Even if they're not able to force turnovers, I don't know if the Rams are going to be able to do enough on offense. Now, having said that, the Packers' defense, of course, is not perfect. They can be susceptible. Never know the Rams might try to just lean on their ground. If I had to guess what the Rams are going to do, I think they're going to try to lean on the ground game. They're going to try to rely on the defense and have Jared Goff make plays off play action. That's what I'm looking for them to do. That's what I'm expecting out of them. I think they're going to try to keep Rodgers off the field. I think they're really going to try to almost – I really think they're going to do pretty similar to what the Colts were trying to do last week where they shorten the game, make it to where the Packers don't have the ball that much. And honestly, that's the best way to try to beat the Packers, minimize Aaron Rodgers' time off the field, minimize the offense's time off the field. If you can do that, you're going to have a shot in the game. At the end of the day, I think the Packers are going to be able to roll and be able to get the win. I'm looking for them to win by touchdown – Seven to ten points. Probably a touchdown, if not a touchdown and a field goal. Having said that, you never know what could happen, but that's what I'm looking for early on in that game. Then we go to Ravens at Bills. This will be an interesting game. This will be an interesting line. I can see that the Bills are favored in this game. Not totally sure what I think about this. Part of me wants to say that the Bills are going to be able to get the win, but I I just don't know what to think about this because I think the Ravens do have a shot truly to be able to get a win. And the way they can run the ball, the way Lamar can run the ball, the way Lamar can make plays when he needs to, I'm just wondering if this team's going to have enough ability to be able to get a win against the Bills. Especially, you know, it's at the Bills, but, and they do have, they had some fans last week, but home field's definitely not how it used to be. Now, if you're, we're at a normal season where we're not in a pandemic and you've got it to where it's a full pack stadium. That's going to be different. It's going to be more pressure, more mistakes. I don't know if we're going to see that. And that's an interesting thing that came out of triple wildcard weekend was I believe four out of the six road teams were actually the winners. So home field truly does not have the same meaning. In my opinion, the only way home field has a, has a meaning would be like if, you know, out of Green Bay, you know, at some of the colder cities, if you have it to where weather can influence, that's when you're truly going to get a home field advantage. But if you're, you know, in terms of crowd noise and whatnot, that really doesn't matter this year. And it kind of is what it is. I mean, no point really dwelling on it. That's just the way that obviously COVID-19 is still a real thing. Uh, that's not going away anytime soon, at least for the time being. And this is just what it is. You just don't have the same impact that a crowd would have because you hardly have a crowd at these games. Some of these games, you still don't have a crowd. Uh, so I think that, honestly, I think I'm going to pick the Ravens to win this game. I know that it's a little bit of an upset pick. I know that the Bills were, were rolling. I think even last week I was talking about how the Bills have the chance to really be the biggest contender to the Chiefs. But when I saw that Ravens team play, when I look at what they're doing, 
I think the Ravens do have a chance to be able to move on and be able to have a rematch, uh, you know, or not, not rematch, but be able to make it to the next round of the playoffs. I like the way that they were able to get a win against the Titans. You know, if we're playing uh, devil's advocate, if we're looking at the other side of the coin, I know that you could argue, though, that the Ravens did struggle against a, a Titans team. Not struggle, but you know, it was a pretty close game. But, the you know, playing a team that doesn't have a greatest defense, a little suspect. On the flip side, though, you can look at what they did to Derrick Henry, and you're like, man, if that defense can ball out and play like how they did that game, maybe they do have a shot to really limit Allen. Allen is their running game, and they they can have their running backs pop off here or there, but it's really boom or bust when you look at their running backs. Allen is really their running game. He's the one that's trying to – you know, have the hard runs. We already saw it last week in the playoff. They're willing to run him more in a playoff game. It's do or die. They're trying to advance their season. So I think that the Ravens could be able to minimize Allen, be able to match up apples to apples with that defense. I like Lamar being able to have that ground and pound game. They got J.K. Dobbins, uh, Gus Edwards. They have some quality players. They've got quality, you know, the ability to be able to control the game. I have a good tight end in Andrews. I just think they might have the recipe to be able to upset this Bills team. So we'll see if that actually comes back uh, biting me. We'll see if that's actually you know a good pick or not. But I like them being able to get a little bit done against this Bills team and being able to possibly get the upset. Next game we go Browns and Chiefs. It's actually, and this is when they actually get to the Sunday games too. So Packers games, the afternoon game. Uh, Ravens game uh, at Bills is the nighttime game on Saturday. So when we look at the Browns-Chiefs game, I was actually pretty shocked seeing the line on this. I know that the Browns, obviously, people weren't expecting them to win, but they actually, the Chiefs are favored uh, by 10 points against the Browns. I don't know if I see that, honestly. I think the Chiefs could win. I, I guess I could see the Chiefs winning convincingly. But in the NFL, just the way these games go week to week, even when you're in the postseason, I don't know if I like the Chiefs being, uh, you know, a 10-point favorite against the Browns. I, I know it's – I just don't like a line like that. But, anyway, not dwelling on the line. I think that – I'm really curious to see what happens out of this game. And the reason I say that is we had a Steelers team that obviously kind of limped their way into the playoffs, had a lot of early season wins, struggled down the stretch. Uh, people would argue they played a softer schedule to start the year. So – the Browns were able to come out and get the upset. You know, they, they did what they needed to. They balled out. They started up 28 nothing, able to control the game, get the win. But now they're playing a Chiefs team where they really are tested and really are more of a, a playoff threat. So I am curious to see how Baker Mayfield's going to do. I know that Nick Chubb has been a beast all year. He's been able to have a quality ground game for them. Jarvis Landry able to come on hotter as the season has gone on. So they really have a shot to be able to – keep it interesting I don't think they're going to beat the Chiefs though I think the Chiefs are going to be able to to get the win and I think they're going to be able to I, I don't know if I like them to cover though I think they're going to be more in that in that seven point window they might you know for all by all means they could win by 14 or 21 but I don't know if I see that happening I think it is going to be a closer game than that now Chiefs have a good defense don't know if they have a great defense to where they're going to be able to totally shut down the Browns I think the Browns got enough of a running game to where with Nick Chubb, I think they're going to be able to be balanced with them. But I also know with Baker, they're going to take their shots too and try to 
establish some things through the air as well. But I do like the Chiefs to win, but I don't like the Chiefs to cover. That's my take on that game. And then lastly, Bucks saints That's the Sunday Sunday night game. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, two quarterbacks over the age of 40. I believe it's – could be – no, I feel, feel pretty confident I've heard him say this before. I think this is a two – it's like the oldest age between two starting quarterbacks. You got Tom, who I believe is 43. You got Drew Brees, who's over the age of 40. And they're duking it out. And it'll be curious to see how this game goes. They were in the same division. I believe the Bucks did lose the Saints early on, but that was also the first game of the year, I believe, for the Bucks. So I'm really curious to see what's going to happen in that game and how that game's actually going to shake out. It's a tough call, and I'm going to kind of play both sides of it and then tell you my pick. So when I'm looking at the Bucks, I'm looking at a team that has Tom Brady. Has, they have an older Tom Brady. Tom Brady's going to miss a pass or two. He's going to miss probably three to four passes in this game. They're going to be like, well, why didn't Tom hit that? It's just where he's at right now in his career. At the end of the day, he hits a lot of passes that, you know, a lot of quarterbacks. Actually, I don't want to say hits a lot of passes. Because of his intelligence and because of him being in the league for so long, he's able to read defenses and know a lot of the times stuff that even guys who have been in the league five, ten years just don't know. He's able to have those plays and be able to have that ability to really impact every play of that, every asset of that team. That's honestly, the, if it weren't for Tom Brady with the Bucks, they could be a good team, but they could also be a middle-of-the-road team, too. They've got the talent for sure. I'm not trying to downplay that, but Tom Brady's the reason why the Bucks are where they're at. He's the reason why they're able to get rolling. Yes, they've got a good defense, but take away him at QB. They might be a so-so team. Might still make the playoffs, but Tom Brady's the reason they have a shot in the playoffs. He's the reason they made it to this point. Definitely curious to see if Mike, if Mike Evans can stay healthy. I think they're going to have a shot to really be able to move the ball down the field once again. But when I look at the Bucks and when I'm looking at this game, there's some things going on for the Saints, though. The Saints, Kamara had 99 yards rushing. Michael Thomas, who had a really weird year, he had, I think he had five catches, 83 yards, had a touchdown in this last playoff game. Uh, they've got another wide receiver, Deontay. I believe Deontay Harris, he's able to make a lot of plays. He's been a, a, just a really reliable guy for them. Good kick returner, punt returner as well. But he's been able to shine. Saints defense does look like it. They've got a pretty solid defense, able to get a pass rush. And I think they're really going to try to unsettle Tom. They're going to try to make it to where he's not comfortable in the pocket, want to try to put as much pressure on him as they can. So I'm really curious to see what's actually going to happen You know, in that game. If I had to pick, make a prediction on that, Man, it's a struggle with this game. It's honestly, you know, it's only, it's a minus three spread in favor of the Saints. So the Saints are slightly favored in this game. The game's in New Orleans. Man, I I know silence doesn't make for a great podcast moment, but I'm just having such a hard time picking this game. Like in my in my eyes, this game's honestly a pick 'em. I mean, I. <laughs> I'm honestly trying to debate whether he'd even pick the Bucks or the Saints. I don't know what to expect out of the game. But I think what I'm going to say is they're in New Orleans. I know Rose, I know that the home field doesn't matter quite as much this year. Obviously, you don't have the fans in the stands. But I feel like with Michael Thomas, with Kamara, 
I feel like Latavius Murray, if they need him to, could give him a little bit of, you know, a change of pace if they have to go that route. I feel like the Saints are going to find a way to move the ball down the field and make enough plays in this game. I When I saw the way that the Bucks played against Washington, they really did look a little bit sluggish in that second half, not really being able to firmly put put the game away. just was a little bit concerning. Saints didn't have the most amazing win against the Bears, but a lot of the Bears getting closer in that game was garbage time. So I think at the end of the day, I am going to pick the Saints in this game. I don't feel good about it. I don't know if I even feel good about the spread of the game. I don't even know if they'll cover the game. They could bear, they could, they may barely win by one or two points. We will see. But I'm going to actually pick the Saints in this game. And I like I said, I don't feel good about it, but I want to try to hold myself to making a pick in the game. So that's how I'm actually going to go with it. I'm going to say Saints win. And I feel like if they win, it's going to be a one or two point game, maybe even cover the spread. Who knows? Not sure on that part. But those are my those are my overall takes. So I can tell you that now that I've actually shared my takes on the games, one thing I can tell you is being a Packers fan, definitely nerve wracking when your team is playing in the playoffs. Even when the Packers had to buy and they were able to make it to the next round, this is one of those things where you hope that they're doing everything they need to and taking the Rams seriously because this is a team with the defense that they have, with everything that they have going for it. They really have to be ready for that. Aaron Donald is always going to be a monster to play against. You know, the start to his career, what he's doing as an interior defensive lineman, the way he impacts plays. They have multiple times where there's, you know, two guys on him. I think I think there was a stat out there where he's the most double and triple teamed uh, player in the league. So whenever you have him, that's going to make a difference. I know he's coming off injury. We'll see how he is coming in that game. I get the feeling that he's the type of guy where, no matter what injury he has, he's still going to be a beast, and he's still going to come ready to play. I can't see anything keeping that guy on the sidelines for very long. So I hope the Packers are able to get the win. I think they are going to be able to get the win at the end of the day, but these matchups are always tough. NFL is that type of league, too. NFL, you could you could be the best team in the league, but you make a couple mistakes or you know, a fumble here, pick here, and all of a sudden the game they're supposed to win by you know 10, you lose the game because you made some mistakes. So I'm hoping that the one thing that I like for the Packers is with Jared Goff, he really is more of a play-action quarterback. He's got an injury he's dealing with in his hand. I think the Packers are going to be able to get some turnovers. I think Jared Goff's going to give him a chance or two to be able to get the ball back and have extra possessions. That's why I like them winning. But I think – it's going to be as interesting because if, if things hold out the way it's going to, that I have, then really if we look at matchups, I would have Packers playing the Saints. Packers being the top seeds, that would mean the Saints having to go to Green Bay. And Ravens playing at the Chiefs. And, you know, they've already played in the playoffs before, so that would be a pretty interesting matchup seeing that there. But that's my takeaways. I wanted to make sure I put something out. I've actually gotten really into covering the NFL a little bit in terms of making predictions for the playoff games. So appreciate you guys uh, listening and taking some time to listen to some of my thoughts on the playoffs. Okay, guys, I do want to say once again, I appreciate any of the feedback that you guys provide to my episodes and that you guys actually do take time to listen to the episodes. I'm, this is never going to change with me. Whether you 
have never listened to a podcast before and this is your first time, or whether you're one of my loyal listeners and you're listening and you're giving me feedback, I appreciate anyone that takes the time to be able to listen to my podcast. Once again, you know where to find the Sean Mike podcast. You can find the Sean Mike podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, feel free to give a subscribe button. Uh, feel free to let me know if there's any content you'd like me to cover in particular, if there's anything you'd like me to go over. But as always, once again, thank you for taking time to listen to Sean Mike podcast. You guys have a great day.